0: everyone, and welcome to this, the 17th episode of Good Friday Films, a podcast where we chat about movies with a Christian perspective. My name is Joe,
1: and I'm joined once again by my friend, Tilla. Hey everyone, good to be back. Took a bit of a break <laughs> yeah. um, the last few weeks, just sorting out my life, but it's good to be back. <laughs> it's good to have you back. Yeah, we didn't do an episode last week. Um,
0: I was just really tired. I, <laughs> I was. I hadn't watched another movie, and I was like, uh, oh, I don't really have the time to... Watch something completely new. Mm. Um, But this week, back at it again. We are. 17 episodes in. We're making good good progress on track to hit that number 20. Yes. Um, But yeah, any new listeners, this podcast is uh, where we discuss popular movies plus the themes and values we can get out of them. So, this episode, we are going to be discussing Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. I know that we said
1: we were going to... Review uh, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, but we did a last minute change. And did, uh, yeah,
0: this one was pressing. Yeah, I you know, had
1: to had to
0: make some changes in the schedule. Hopefully, we'll get to Citizen Kane next week. <laughs> um, but we'll see. uh Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's, though. Mm. I kind of sprung it on you. I was like, oh, this one just come out a bit more relevant. I guess it's on available on streaming at the moment. On um, if you have a VPN. Uh, you can watch it on Peacock. Otherwise, it's in cinemas. Mm.
1: What were your thoughts before you watched it? Well, I hadn't heard about Five Nights at Freddy's before. Apparently, it's a yeah. game. Um, it's I was surprised a, by that. <laughs> a game to film adaptation. So um, I was like, okay, let's just see what it's like. Yeah. Um, and we saw the ratings, obviously, in Rotten Tomatoes, something like 27%. Yeah, like. it's really low at the moment. And um, I was pleasantly surprised, um, actually, by the film. It was, yeah, awesome. It was enjoyable and. Yeah, yeah we're kind experience. of giving
0: like two completely different perspectives because you have like no experience no with Five Nights at Freddy's, whereas I, I've i played the original game and I've watched a few like playthroughs of kind of the sequels and stuff, so I had a pretty pretty good grasp. Nice. Um, but yeah, 27% by the creeks, 88% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Um, yeah, so I was a bit like hesitant, I'm like, oh, 27%, I mean, never really a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I was, I was still interested in watching it. Yes. Um, yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's is a 2023 American supernatural horror film. It's based on the video game series, uh, who's, which was created by Scott Cawthorn. The film stars Josh Hutchison as a troubled security guard who accepts a nighttime job at an abandoned family
1: entertainment center.
0: Yeah, for those of you, uh, for those who haven't seen it, Tiller, what would
1: be your non-spoiler plot summary? Well, you've got a security guard who's, uh, you know, having a rough period of his life. You know, constantly keeps changing jobs or gets, gets fired. Um, needs to really prove that he's a stable sort of guy for his younger sister that he, has, that he, that he cares for because mm-hmm. the parents aren't around anymore. Um, and so, yeah, we kind of just go on this adventure where he gets a job um, at this, you know, abandoned um, family i don't know what you call it center or whatever
0: yeah it's like kind of like a Chuck E.
1: cheese <laughs> yeah like an arcade family arcade center or yeah whatever. and he makes some really bad decisions <laughs> along the way um he's he's tired constantly yeah um relatable don't make decisions when you're tired <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it's it was a pleasant story it was a good story attached to it um so yeah you just have to watch the film I yep. encourage you to watch it it's a it's a decent film it surprised me so yeah yeah
0: It's, um, yeah, it was definitely a surprising film. So, it had a production budget of $20 million, and it's already made $136 million. Well, there you go. Um, so even though it's got the negative critics, like, reviews, it's probably, it's highly likely that there'll be a sequel in the works. The people love it. The people love it. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a movie that I've enjoyed. Yeah. Um... Oh I, I like knowing the games if you haven't seen them they are kind of this concept where you're sat in a room as a security guard and your job is to watch over these animatronics during the night they come alive mm. and you kind of got to make sure they don't get you it's like a horror game jump yep. scares and stuff yeah but the the funny thing about it is like it's a very simple game you kind of sit and you watch screens and you press buttons <laughs> but there's a ton of like lore and background story to it with all the different characters um and so it was interesting with the movie because they've changed some of it but mm. they still kept some parts of it mm. uh i was yeah as someone who kind of knows what the the story is it was interesting to see that some of the differences there which mm. they went uh which they decided to do um
1: but yeah what were the some of the things that you really liked about this without before we get into some spoilers um comedic relief was great, yeah as always um with it some was of pretty the, funny yeah <laughs> some great funny moments um i I like the cop, I think as frustrating as she was <laughs> like Vanessa, Vanessa, like her story at the end, like how the truth comes to light, um was good, you know, I think it's deep, also mm. there's like depth to um the main character's story. Um, and like why he's the way that he is and, you know, him trying to, uh, I don't want to get into too deep of a spoilers, but like, yeah, there's depth to to the character yeah, and, and it's not, he's not just, I thought Josh, Josh Hutchison's performances, Mike, I thought he did a really good job.
0: It kind of felt like a a class above what the actual movie is.
1: Yes. Yeah. He brought real serious acting to it. He wasn't just like, yeah.
0: And I think it helped the movie quite a lot because it is one of those movies I thought the production quality is really high. Like yeah. the animatronic characters, I mean for the most part they the costumes <laughs> looked really good. I yeah. thought the special effects like were, were decent. Yep. But I mean moat like the performances Elizabeth Wales Vanessa, yep. Um she had a good performance. I thought she did well. Yeah. I think just some of the writing maybe is what it is. Some <laughs> of the writing and some of the dialogue was just kind of a bit campy, a bit yeah. um you know like oh yeah okay, B grade. Yeah. But then the performances, especially of Josh, um, he, I think it like really elevated all of the dialogue and the writing, and you, it, it really helps you to buy into this, and, like really get behind the main character, which yes. is was needed, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You you really do really root for him. Like, yeah, he's, he's like you know he's 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 had a rough run. Yeah, of life, of a go in life, and so you're like, oh man, I really hope he like can turn this around. Yeah, that's and, like, right. Can keep yeah his sister and
0: yeah but you're right it was pretty funny like uh this was i mean this is really our main horror movie for this year yeah With my you know tiller's not really a fan of horror yeah this, this <laughs> i can deal with you know so i was like kind of okay really one horror true. movie but it wasn't that scary it wasn't that scary yeah, yeah. it was mostly funny yes. like there was movies where there were scenes where it i felt like it was meant to be scary yeah but we just laughed <laughs> <laughs> there pretty was much. i think there was some moments with um well, really, there were kind of three sections where it's, like, spooky. Mm. The opening scene um, was a bit intense. It was less scary and kind of, like, intense. Mm. Um, then they have a scene later with a group of people kind of try and break into um, Freddy's Fazbear's pizzeria. Mm. And that was pretty... In- like, it wasn't scary really either. Mm. Um, and then the last kind of scene mm. was also a bit intense. And the rest of it was just... A little bit creepy i guess mm. or interesting mm. yep um and i feel like part of that has to do with the way they went about setting up the main character and his relation to i guess the the bad guys or the villains um which i might get a bit more to spoilers but i didn't really ever feel much tension yeah i didn't or was i wasn't ever really concerned for the main characters like well-being yep i never felt like oh he's actually in danger but <laughs> 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 i think he's big for horror yes. like yes he, he was a, a character where you're like, oh yeah, I want to see him do well, but at no point did I really feel like he was going to get hurt or mm. like was in, in danger of dying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought was kind of up and down a little bit was the actual performers in the costumes. <laughs> there were some moments where, I mean, it looks like this robotic animatronic, but in this other moment, it's where it's very clearly just a guy in a suit. <laughs> 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 and then yeah, they just kind of look awkward and like waddling yeah. around. Well, can you name some specific moments well there was that one scene where he's watching the security camera and they put like the cupcake into the <laughs> events <laughs> yeah. and yeah, they're just fair. like looking at the cameras and they just do this pivot and like this awkward crouch <laughs> and, like I'm like oh yeah it's not much a robotic movement happening <laughs> yeah, yeah true but I think for the most part like the performances were mm-hmm. were decent for the the um, animatronics. Mm. And I was impressed, like... So, those are all, I'm pretty sure, practical suits, mm. like, yeah, of right. the puppets. It wasn't CGI. Mm. It actually went through the effort of kind of designing and creating costumes that people can wear, or all puppets that people kind of control. Yeah, okay. Um, so, that was well done, I thought. That looked really good. Mm. Yeah. Other things I liked, I thought um the music. Mm. There were a couple moments where I'm like, yeah, it's nice. It was... It was like a couple of synths, like, synth songs and... Mm bits where i'm like yeah you're kind of getting into it you notice it yeah um i wasn't sure what the time period of the movie was meant to be 80s no maybe it's probably the 90s yeah because it threw us off
1: right yes like he had a um tape player Mm. like that he'd listen to all the time yep i would say it was the 80s because you know considering vanessa's probably like in her 20s or whatever right and then she was there's a photo of her at freddy's when she was like 10 with the.
0: But it because they say the line that the the Freddy's thing was popular in the 80s. So it has to be after the 80s because now it's run down.
1: Sorry, in the 90s, I meant to say not Oh, 80s, okay, so 90s. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. Yeah.
0: But I just feel, find it weird that someone in the 90s would call it the 80s. <laughs> it's like me saying, you know, in the 2010s. <laughs> <laughs> True. Something that was like popular in 2015, 2016. Maybe you'd say it. Yeah. Maybe you'd yeah. go to the 2010s. No, I always say 2000s. Yeah, yeah,
1: the 2000s. Back in the 2000s. <laughs>
0: back in those days. <laughs> um, but yeah, so back in the 90s when he was still using cassette tapes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, production design was all pretty good. Mm. I did enjoy the story. Yeah. I think overall was was unexpected. Even as someone who knows kind of the most of the, the plot of like the games. Yeah. They did change it up enough and i was i found it enjoyable they didn't stray so far that you're like oh this is nothing to like it yep um and there were moments like halfway through i was kind of sensing you i'm like this doesn't make any sense like why is this character doing this <laughs> um but i felt like they resolved it all by the end of it and it kind of clicked for me i'm like
1: oh i get it now yeah um
0: which was good i mm. thought that was
1: well written then yeah i like the the mystery element of it as well the murder mystery so yeah to solve, like yeah it was cool the bad guy the main bad guy at some point you were like, "Oh, she's the Yeah, the she's the villain." Yeah, no, it was
0: definitely like that that the mystery part of it mm. kind of played into it, which was nice. Yeah. It was unexpected, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else that you you liked, maybe something that you
1: didn't like as much? I guess at the end, the auntie I feel like something's just happened in this town and... Yeah, there's no resolution, there's no resolution for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, uh. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think um, maybe in spoils we'll get into a bit more. But that's I fair. I feel like there's a bunch of stuff that's happening. that's just, like, very
1: a lot of loose threads that yeah. they don't really address at all. Yeah. Um. What about, like, the dying of, like, some characters early on in the film? Were you yeah. surprised? Like, oh, like... Okay, uh, maybe we just go on into spoilers and we can discuss we'll just go this. Spoilers, yeah. Yeah. Um what what's your
0: rating? rating for anyone who hasn't seen it? How uh, would you I've, I've thought of a, a cool thing that maybe you could do. How would you try and sell this movie to someone who's on the
1: fence and watching it? Do you want to see a a guy turn his life around? <laughs> a story about a guy who wants to turn his life yeah. around an underdog who's had a rough their whole life. Yeah. You wanna be, be inspired but at the same inspired. time. Yeah. <laughs> You want a good psychological thriller. I do. <laughs> thriller, I'd love that. <laughs> well, then, this is it. This is the movie oh, I'm going to go watch yeah. it again. <laughs> that was great.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. What's your rating out of 10? I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10. A 6 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. I give average. this the um, above average. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I think much higher than the critics. Like, honestly, I don't know what the critics have been smoking. <laughs> 27 is just pretty terrible yeah like what what are you guys doing i would give this one i'm on the fence i have a a rarely used but valid rating. okay where i I say a movie is bad but Mm. it's fun okay and i feel like this one gets that medal where i wouldn't necessarily say like writing wise there's anything to kind of celebrate or go amazing yeah yeah yeah. but i had a good time you know i watched it and i enjoyed it yeah um and that's valid like when you're trying to watch a movie
1: yes it's valid I think it's a movie you watch with someone else just for yeah. fun yeah I don't know if I'd watch it on my own no again maybe not yeah I, <laughs> I probably won't watch it again <laughs> yeah, no. but
0: I would watch a sequel if yeah, there was a sequel okay. I would watch a sequel it better
1: be just as funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. comedy that keeps me coming oh honestly yeah um, alright now we're into spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> so you can get them all now what was your what was your question um yeah the babysitter and, yeah yeah like, that happening in the background and like her how early on like yeah I was like I was shocked by that I honestly
0: thought when they first introduced her I was like oh this is the love interest for Mm. the main character Mike Mm. and then she just gets chopped in half (laughs) brutal (laughs) it was brutal because every other death up till then you see nothing it's just mm. kind of like off-camera death yeah and then this one you see like the shadows of her getting chopped in half which was
1: very like surprising yeah Do you find the kids to be annoying? I found them to be really annoying in this film. Yeah, they weren't the best (laughs) child actors. (laughs) (laughs) I just found them to be annoying. Yeah, they were.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I think... um, Yeah, I might just do a a quick run through. Yeah. Um, So, basically, the movie... I mean, we open on this character, Mike. He's, like, clearly very tired. Well, actually, we open on a a security guard who's getting chased (laughs) through the...
1: (laughs) He sees what apparently seems to him someone kidnapping a child in the mall oh before, on, the the, before oh. that though the first
0: scene is the security guard at Freddy's Fazbear's like it's the first kill oh, of the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and yep, the, yep. You, you hear someone like doing a bit of um boobity dup, up <laughs> yep. scatting yeah. um and he gets knocked out and then wakes up strapped to a chair mm. uh, and then this mask is coming at him with like blenders inside it yep um, and Verifying. he screams and screams and screams and then it cuts away and he's obviously been killed. So then we see Mike, the security guard. Yes. He's in a mall and he's chasing
1: a uh, dad. <laughs> yes, and his he's a, kid. a dad. He's, he's a, a dad. <laughs> he beats, this ma- well, he tackles him to a fountain and then he beats he him to He just beats him to a, him a so He just keeps going. <laughs> and the kid's just watching his dad being beat. <laughs> Traumatic. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he went to court for that or anything like that. Like, I, I don't feel like they resolved that. <laughs> no, he, like, just, he just loses his job. He just lost his job. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, pretty funny. And then he, yeah, goes to see career counselor. Yeah, yeah, and you find out basically he's, um,
0: well, he's needing a job because he's looking after his little sister. Yeah. Um, and his aunt is trying to, I guess, get custody of his sister so that she can get the the checks from the government. The state, yeah. Um, and so he ends up taking this job, with, um, the guy at the, what was it? The career counselor. It's mm. kind of like making fun of him a little bit. And then he sees his name mm. and then his mood changes. Yeah.
1: I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Is that the, maybe that what clicked for you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'll get, I'll get to it. Um, yeah. but I was like, Oh, that's a bit weird. I thought maybe, Oh no, I, no, I, I got it now. Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought maybe he'd like realized that, Oh, this is the guy who's, whose um brother disappeared yeah. oh, I better help him out so yeah. he offers him a job um guarding like a abandoned um Freddy Fazbear's Fazbear's pizzeria yeah at night yeah he's like you just need to stop anyone from coming in um which I, I mean for us we were like that's so weird like why is he guarding this place that's a rundown and abandon- abandoned it no makes one. no sense <laughs> um which we were laughing about Mm-hmm but yeah, so basically, he uses his nights to explore his dreams, because when he was a child, his brother got kidnapped, mm. um, and he thinks he can remember the face of the guy who kidnapped him, and so he's trying to remember that by exploring his dreams, and he takes sleeping medication. Mm. So every night, he's there at this, frizzy, this fast bear's pizzeria, guarding, he falls asleep. But while he's there, he starts getting these, in these dreams, he starts seeing these kids mm-hmm. um, showing up, and, and they like, run away from him and hide. Meanwhile, this is a very dense movie, by the way, guys. Like, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of different elements. Yep. So his sister also is a bit creepy, and she had, <laughs> like does drawings of like dead people, and yeah, has imaginary friends, and doesn't yep. get along much with with people at school. Yep. Um. So she comes along with him a couple times to this this piz- this pizzeria. Mm. Um. Ah, oh, and. <laughs> <laughs> then the he goes there, he comes back. He finds out that the babysitter that he uses for his sister is actually in cahoots with his aunt. <laughs> his aunts hired the babysitter and her brother or friend mm. to try and get dirt on him mm. that she can use in court to take his sister off of him. Mm. Um, and so they decide, okay, he's got this job so that it'll look good in court. We'll go and trash the place because as a security guard doing a bad job yeah he'll get fired yeah and then they'll be able to take the daughter and it was so much going on yeah <laughs> <laughs> this for, oh, going back a bit his yeah. first night that he's there oh second night that he's there Second night a cop shows up yeah it's just super weird this this random this this lady cop rocks up and go introduces herself spends the whole night there with him yeah and then leaves in the morning and you're like why is this lady
1: like what's her connection to yeah, yeah isn't
0: she supposed to be doing her job <laughs> asking him questions yeah. yeah trying to get to know him that's right yeah and then the um babysitter and them sh- rock up during the day after his shift and they break in mm. trash the place and then they all get murdered yep by the animatronics who yeah, apparently the
1: day. come to life yes at any moment at any, any moment at yeah, yeah
0: they can just come to life um and they obviously want to murder people mm. but then you know, or the cop rocks up and says, you know, you left the place open, you can't do that. (laughs) Which, that's my, I still don't understand why she was so concerned about that. But yeah, he goes, because obviously now the babysitter's dead, Um, so now he takes his sister with him Mm. and then the cop shows up and sees that his sister's there and they all have a good time together and then at the end of the night, she tells him, if you bring your sister again, I'm going to shoot you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm like, that's a real change of pace.
0: Um, Anyway, long story short, basically, the animatronic characters are possessed by children who have been murdered Mm. by a character in the 80s. Their bodies were hidden inside the animatronic suits, and now they come alive. uh, And the murderer is the same person who kidnapped and murdered Mike's uh, little brother. brother. Yep. Um, And so he kind of influences them through drawings that he's done of yep. them. Um that's kind of what controls them. Mm. And the police officer is his daughter. Yeah. So there's so much that happens <laughs> there. There's so much going on. It's like more complicated than like a murder mystery. Yeah. <laughs> like- yeah. I watched The Haunting in Venice. Mm. This is more complex than that. Yeah, wow. <laughs> there you go. There's just more twists and turns. Yeah. So anyway, for me, like what I said, because I, I got to the end and suddenly it clicked. Because we were saying the whole time, I'm like, it's so confusing. There's several things here. Firstly, mm-hmm. why is he guarding an abandoned place? Mm-hmm. Like, why is he there? Mm-hmm. Secondly, why is this cop so interested in him Mm. thirdly why does a cop firstly like happy to play with the sister and kind of have a good time Mm. but at the end of the night randomly threaten to kill him and not want to share anything yeah and so all these things are confusing until you know the reveal oh the cop being the murderer's daughter Mm. by the the murderer is the career counselor Mm. um
1: she's been working with him the whole time yeah I wonder how much of a part she's played in all like that's happened like that's right well that's that's what what I like. what makes me think what has she done well that's
0: what made me click because I think she was involved to get his sister there like that was her role wow was to get his sister to come to Freddy Fazbear's so that she could get killed
1: yeah okay so wow. that was why she
0: got there on that night and she was playing and happy. Yeah. Because yep. she's like, yeah, these are your friends. Have a good time. You yeah. know, come back. Oh, wow. Okay. And now- then halfway through, she's been like, no, I've changed my mind. Feel bad. I feel bad. Don't bring <laughs> her back or I'll kill you. And yeah. that's why it's such an extreme reaction because she's actually, it's like a. This girl's life's at stake. Okay. And she's had a change
1: of heart. Yeah. And that's what clicked. I'm like, otherwise, oh, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. Now that makes so much more sense. Yeah. I, I can. that hadn't clicked for me. That yeah. Like, and wow. so, because,
0: yeah, like the guy, her dad <laughs> says at the end, you know, your job was to keep him out of the loop. Um, yeah. Yep. And so she was meant, to, as a security guard, she was meant to come up, distract him, basically. Yep kind of make sure he doesn't really pay much attention while his sister gets killed. Yeah,
1: wow. But she,
0: I think, slowly had a change of heart. And that's why, after the break-in, she threw away his medication, I think. She's like, oh, you know, I want you to be paying attention. I don't actually want you to die. Mm -hmm. Potentially. Mm -hmm. That's the part that's still confusing to me.
1: Yeah, I wonder why she had a heart change this time around and not... Yeah, not all the other times. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she liked it. (laughs) Yeah, well,
0: that's the thing. Yeah. And so got anyway. through to her, <laughs> yeah,
1: he got through. His story had got a through
0: connection, to her. husband material there. She's yeah. like, yeah, this is the love. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's so interested in her after all that. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was weird, and it was, uh, but that was the part I thought was cool was the reveal that actually the career counselor is the
1: murderer. Yes, and yeah. he rocks up in a costume, but he's not an animatronic. Yep. Did you sense that? Like, I had an inkling in my mind. I didn't say it to you, but because I didn't want to spoil it. But- right. That inkling. S- that what? The career counselor. No, like I had no clue. Guy. That was going on in my mind the yeah, time. I right. bet
0: he's the bad guy. Like. Oh, there you go. You, yeah. you, you guessed it. No, I didn't have an idea. I was like, yeah, okay. this is just the weird. Because they never mention him again. Like, mm. it's a one scene that he's in. Mm. And then he's never brought up again. And I was just like, oh, he's just the career counselor.
1: Well, it's just super sus to me. Like, he just knows about this Freddy's thing. And, like, he's yeah. just like, I'm like, what's your connection to this thing, buddy? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's that weird. was the thing. Like, I didn't even make that link.
0: I had. I'd gone with my assumption, oh, he knows that his brother's died, so he's just doing this out of, like, the goodness of his heart. Yeah. But the reason that they say is... He, he knows, he sees the last name. He's like, Oh, I've already killed this guy's brother. Yeah. How cool would it be if I kill him too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of goes like, Balance, you know? Yeah. Everything in balance. Symmetry. Symmetry. <laughs> kill both of them. Symmetry. And that kind of explains why he's guarding an abandoned place because yeah. it's run down. No one actually goes there. Mm. So there's murderers using this as a place to kill people.
1: Yeah. I wonder what's his motive. I want to know, like, a deep. Oh, if they did a sequel, it should be... It would be a prequel, maybe. I mean, they could, should do a prequel, yeah. should do yeah. a prequel, I think, to look kind of like... Well, how did he get there? I like- think that's what
0: the games do. The games are all about the lore. So, in the games, it's very similar concept. Basically, the... um Like, in this, the, the bad guys described described as, like, the yellow rabbit. Mm. But in the games, he's called the purple guy. Because he's, like, a... I think he's like a security guard there or something. Yeah, right. And he kind of kills these kids and stuffs their bodies in these suits. Yeah. Um, And then he hides from the police in the spring-trapped, like, bunny suit. And Mm. then the spring traps go off and kill him. Yep. And so he ends up dying and becoming a haunting as well. Like, haunting them. That's my understanding. Yeah. Whereas in this, they've changed it to all the Freddy people are good people. Mm-hmm. But they're being influenced by this murderer, so, yeah. which is just like so obviously supernatural. Like there isn't any a hint of like this yeah. is realistic.
1: <clears throat> you know, I can understand why the cop. I can understand why she was involved in this for so long because as she obviously was probably witness to this as a child. Yeah, she's, she's been probably abused, like groomed, her abused her. And yeah, like that's doing right. Doing this right, and so she's been doing this for so long. She's deep. Yeah, in that kind she's of in like, it. she's like, oh, I got to keep doing it otherwise, like he's gonna kill me. Or that people find out, you know, yeah. if I mess up, I'll go to jail. You know? Yeah, what I mean? right. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, they do have that one line of like,
0: oh, he's he's messed up pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> she's messed up, guys. She's <laughs> messed up. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably like their explanation is yeah, she's been groomed, she's kind of been abused, and I mean, obviously, is a guy like the second she turns on him, he tries to kill, he like stabs her, mm-hmm. tries to choke her as well, and so. Yeah, not exactly a loving father. No, no. Um, but yeah, the movie ends by Mike's sister draws another picture showing the real, like a true story of this rabbit, this guy in the rabbit suit killing all them them as kids. Because currently on the wall is a picture of the rabbit being friends with all of them. Yeah, and so these ghosts of these kids can't remember that they were killed by this guy, mm. and so she replaces the picture with one of what actually happened, and so they re remember ah. Oh, this dude's killed us, <laughs> um, and so they turn on him, and then he they like break his suit, and so the the spring trap parts inside it like it's meant that the system with the suits where the animatronic suits, but if someone wants to hop in, they can lever back these claws that push aside the animatronic parts so someone can fit in, mm. but they're really volatile, so if they get bumped, they'll just. Snap yeah. back and kill the person inside. <laughs> Great design. Yeah. So he anyway gets stabbed and then dragged off. Yeah. And kind of the movie ends with him like still writhing on the ground, like in a corner, and they close the door on him. Yeah. Um. So a sequel. I mean, the line he says is like, "I'll, I'll never die. Like, I'll, I'll never go away. Back, yeah. I'll, I always I'll come, come back. back yeah. Back. Yep, yep. <laughs> Just like obvious for a sequel, he'll be back. Kind yeah. Of
1: vibe. Um. The power pitches. Hey. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Well, that was part was a bit... Of, the like, doctor, when she was talking to Mike, was like, oh, children, you know, like, they're able to express what's their thoughts and things like oh, that. that's right. They're yeah. understanding through pictures and things like that. And right. So, like, that made sense. Yeah, yeah. That that was their link
0: of, like, picture, uh, children communicate mostly through pictures. Through pictures, yes. So that's why
1: there's pictures on the wall, to
0: so speak to the, the dead <clears> children. Yep. And why his young sister can communicate with them through her pictures.
1: Yeah, well, so the rabbit dude was drawing pictures for them too that's right to kind of like make them do what he wants make them do what he wants and now kill people for him the story's been rewritten yeah what twist (laughs) he's the bad guy
0: yeah yeah Yeah. so overall I think it was like there was quite a few twists in there unexpected moments which I enjoyed
1: Mm.
0: um it really wasn't scary
1: yeah there was like
0: a couple of creepy moments I think there was one moment where like the
1: children honestly were the creepiest part for me yeah yeah st- the children were just like oh yeah <laughs> they're frustrating annoying yeah too much power yeah <laughs> like you shouldn't be able to do that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but overall
0: yeah it wasn't really scary and that was mostly because at no point did I feel like the Freddy like the animatronics were trying to kill There was like towards the end they were trying to attack Mike yeah. But most of the movie they're not trying to attack him. No. Like they're friends with his sister. They attack the bad guys who are trying to mess him up. They kill them. Yep. Um, the cops there with him. And then even at the end, like he takes him out so easily. He like electrocutes three of them. Yeah. Um, oh, he electrocuted all of them like immediately. <laughs> yeah. And it's only when the actual villain rocks up that it's like suddenly in trouble. Yeah. But even then, his first attack is like a wrestling movie. He just comes and shoves <laughs> him to a table. And it's like, oh, yeah. So I feel like there wasn't much fear of like, oh, he's actually going to get in danger. Yep. Yeah. All the times he got hurt, he was dreaming. Like he's asleep and then they stab him in his dreams and he wakes yeah. up and he's hurt. It's like, yeah. oh, that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts? Any things that you didn't like or liked about the story?
1: Nah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, anything about the values and themes? Well, yeah. One, one that was pretty obvious and you kind of just see it towards the end in the third act is like Mike realizing he was living in the past mm. and not appreciating the present, missing the present for the past, living in the past, like guilt ridden by Obviously, blaming himself for not being able to, like, save his brother. Right. Um, from what happened. I mean, he was a child, you know, it happened. Yeah. But he, he's lived with that for so long. It's caused right. him, like, him insomnia and, and so much. Yeah, it's, like, weighing him down. Yeah. But he's missing what's in front of him, which is his sister, who loves him and desires to have, you know, a relationship with him. Yeah. But because he's living in the past of, like, his brother that's passed away. Yeah. He misses that. And so...
0: Yeah, well, that's kind of that moment, right? Where it's like, what would you give to change it? I give everything. It's like, he's so focused on the regret, I guess. So the, uh, this idea of like, oh, I made a mistake with letting my brother get kidnapped. Yeah. Um, that he he's missing what he currently has and he could lose that just as easily.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a good good lesson.
1: Yes. Well, he's wanting closure, right? Like, I just want to know, like... Well, I don't know if he, were, if he was wanting closure or just wanting to change the past, which he yeah. can't do. Yeah. Maybe a bit of both. Well, he was know. kind of saying he
0: wanted closure, but really he was living in the past. Yes. Kind of, yeah. yeah, That's yeah. what that scene was meant to imply. It's like, you know, he's saying, I just want to find out who killed him. And they're like, really? <laughs> 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 well, you? What you really want is kind of for it all to be put back to the way it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, it's a good reminder, I think, because I feel like it's very easy. I mean, everyone makes mistakes and some of our mistakes are bigger than others. And so mm. sometimes we, we can just get caught up in like, oh, if only I'd done this or if only I'd done that. Yep. Um, and just, I guess, get caught up in regret or like feeling like maybe even losing hope is a good way to put it. Of like, mm. well, now I've made the mistake and it's all over. I yep. can't do anything about it. Um, yeah. Whereas I think as Christians, we have to trust that God's got a plan and mm. God is actually, even if you've made a mistake, that wasn't a mistake in God. Like God... Like, that wasn't a surprise to him. No. It was part of his plan for you to make the mistake, you know? Yeah. Um, not to say, not to justify us doing the wrong thing, mm. but there's no point have we done something where God's like, wow, I can't believe you did that. Ah, mate, my plan's ruined. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's always this, this hope that we can have as Christians that actually God works for the good of those who love him, right? Mm. Um, who are called mm. like, according to his mm. purpose. And yeah. so... We have this this hope that actually God has a plan and a purpose for our lives, and well, rather than dwelling on all the mistakes we've made, we can kind of look ahead and be like, "Well, God, you know, how are you going to use me and use all these mistakes I've made for your for your glory?" Mm. Um, yeah, which is nice because without that hope, then it is just kind of can be very easy. Um,
1: even with that hope, it can be easy to go like, "Ah, oh,
0: I've messed it all up."
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, it was kind of just like it was just all internal to him. He was he was kind of just like shouldering this on his own. He wasn't really like until the cop, you know. Yeah. She kind of cracked, like cracked him like he was able to share and open up with her. Right. But like even with his sister, it wasn't something that he really talked about with. No, that's his right. He never brought it up with her. No. Yeah, Briefly. that's a good point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess the um the the concept of even t- sharing our regrets and our, our worries can help us as well.
1: For sure. I mean, the Bible says. Jesus said to Christians anyway, like to share each other's burdens, to mm. shoulder each other's burdens. So I mean, it's a deep burden to hold. Yeah. Regret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Abdu- ab- regret of something that was out of your control anyway.
0: That's right. Yeah. And in this situation, it wasn't his fault at all. No. You know? So, no. yeah. No, that's a, that's a, that's a good value. Mm. I missed that one. Even though that was like the main one. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else you got out
1: of it? Well, the cop changing. I think that was yeah. cool as well. Yeah. Like, it's never too late for anyone to like make the right choice and turn around like yeah that's cool you can always make the right choice yeah to do no matter, the right thing right yeah as scary as it is or as hard as it might be no matter how much you past yeah it's like there's no point
0: of no return kind of thing yeah yeah Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah and so i think in the christian story in, the, in christianity well that is the message right part of the message anyway where doesn't matter what your past is, what you've done. You can Mm. come to Jesus and you will be forgiven completely for all your sin. Right. Um, And you'll start a new journey, like clean slate. Mm. And you, I guess, learn to live a new way by following Jesus.
0: Yeah. At no point. I mean, I've heard some people say, you know, like, oh, God will not want me. Like, I've done too much at this point. And you can definitely even as Christians, you can kinda of get to points where you'll feel like, oh, you know, I've done I've sinned this much. May as well just keep sinning, like, it's too late now. Yeah. Um, and I really like the analogy. I may have shared this before on the podcast actually. Seventeen episodes in, I'm already repeating myself. <laughs> <laughs> um but this 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 great picture of the relationship um God has with us. Yeah, we've we've shared about the prodigal son before. This idea of God is always willing to run to us and come to us. Um, when we turn back to him Mm. and this idea of like, no matter how far we walk away from him in the direction of like pursuing our own desires or, you know, living a selfish lifestyle or hurting those around us, no matter how far down that path we travel, Mm. God's always just one kind of step back. Mm. He's always ready for us to turn and we don't have to walk as far back to him as we've walked away. Mm. Um, Yeah. Just an encouragement, I guess for those of you out there who might feel, hopeless or like oh where do I turn Mm. Um, or even as Christians you might be in a a place where it's like man I'm just so far from God right now I don't know how I can ever be restored to him it's just yeah God is right there with you Mm. eager for you to kind of turn back to him and it doesn't require this massive journey of working through it all to get back to knowing him no. You just have to you know, just talk to him. Just be like, "Hey, God, <laughs> I'm ready." You know, I want to. I want to know you now.
1: Yes, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just waiting there with open arms, really. Yeah, um, and so yeah, I echo what you just said. So, mm. yeah, awesome. Um, okay. Well, uh, after
0: all that deep discussion, I like to cap it off with some really powerful um message that youth pastors can use. <laughs> yeah, right, youth pastors are, are known for deep theology. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're known for really, like, connecting movies and um, sermons in a, like, a really deep and intricate way. Yeah. So, I've crafted one here for all you youth pastors out there who, all right. um, you know, just save you a bit of work. Mm. So, you, you can you can start your sermon. You can say, um, you may have five nights at Freddy's, <laughs> but it took three days for Jesus to... To save us. <laughs> See the 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 link between the three and the five, and the day and the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's complex. It's <laughs> a- <laughs> it
1: has
0: layers to it.
1: You know, I thought you were gonna go there. I thought you were gonna make the connection of like, just like you know, Mike spent five nights at uh, Freddy's. Jesus spent three nights in the grave, and then yeah. he, overcame he overcame it all. Yeah, that's he right. Turned it around. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. I wonder, actually, in the movie, were there actually five nights? I'd be interested. So
1: I wasn't counting, I mean, I but was, I feel like they'd have to, right? I counted at least four. So I, f- I feel like the last night was the fifth night. Yeah,
0: I reckon there were five nights. They did well. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, to finish off our our review, I like to always look to IMDb trivia for some really Let's go. those great facts that we don't have access to, you know, in our heads. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so here we go. This was kind of what I was touching on before. The animatronic characters were performed by puppeteers Mm. from the Jim Henson Company. For shots where the characters weren't moving, the puppeteers would control both the head and body movements. In the rare instances where a character would walk or dance, a stunt performer would don the costume while the puppeteers controlled their heads remotely. So that's kinda of what I was saying, is like you can yeah. see some moments the puppeteering is like really good. It's like a robot. Mm. But other moments like, oh this is just the dude walking around <laughs> <laughs> This is just the guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny you picked up on that. Couldn't have but yeah. Uh okay, let's see. Yeah,
0: no, don't worry guys, I'm prepared. I haven't just loaded this after <laughs> watching it. Um here we go. Okay, even before the movie was released. Producer Jason Blum said that it had already made back its budget from selling the streaming and theatrical distribution rights. So there you go. It only really cost 20 million, so yeah. there's no way they don't do a sequel for this. Like it's earned it all. Mm. Um, all right, last one. While the break-in is occurring, a dog animatronic can be seen in parts and service. This could be a reference to Fetch, dog anim- animatronic from the Five Nights at
1: Freddy's books. <laughs> Okay. Whoa! Yes. <laughs> Deep cut there. <laughs> those who love Five Nights at Freddy's, there you go. <laughs> there you but for go. Those who are like me don't have any context. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. That
0: concludes um, our review of Five Nights at Freddy's. Thank you for listening to that, guys. Tiller, do you uh, do you know what time it is? It's trailer time. Yeah. It's time. Woo! Trailer time! Okay, for those of you who guys oh, who are, nice don't know haven't haven't listened before, mm. trailer time is a time where we can share about things we've been watching, but it's mostly a chance for me to share a trailer with Tiller for a movie mm. or show that I'm excited for. Mm. Um, keep us both in the loop. So today I was going to show you the trailer for Maestro, which I saw. Mm. I'm very interested in watching. a so Netflix... Upcoming Netflix, like, doco movie. Yes. This is Bradley Cooper. What? Yeah, unrecognisable. I see now. Yeah. Without the makeup. <laughs> mm. Black and white. Yeah, it looks like much, like a, a lot of it is in black and white. Mm. Bradley Cooper's actually a good director. I mean, a good actor. Good actor and director. But I haven't yeah. seen him in anything for a while. Since the star is born. It's kind of the most yes. recent thing that I yeah. saw. Dramatic. Hmm...
1: Mm. Yeah, they're not really letting you in on what's, uh, what the plot is. Kind of what a lot of good random scenes put together. Ooh. Yeah. So this
0: is going to be a um, controversial. Could be, well, complex. If we watch this and review it, it could be a complex discussion.
1: Okay. A biopic? It would yeah. be a biopic, isn't it? Yeah.
0: And you see the frame? I think it's a 4x3? Like a square? Yeah, okay. It's very cinematic. And I like they're using different kind of colouring and film stock and stuff throughout the different ages. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's cool.
1: Maybe it's like Oppenheimer, <laughs> a little bit.
0: Yeah. Who's the director? Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So look at this. Look at this makeup.
1: That's pretty cool. It's impressive.
0: Yeah. Maestro. There you go. So, um, for those who haven't seen the trailer, Maestro is going to be a documentary movie like yep. a, a bio dramatized biopic bio yeah there you yeah. go um about the conductor leonard bernstein and his relationship with felicia montillegra Cohn bernstein <laughs> don't know who they are <laughs> yeah i would never heard of them before but basically leonard bernstein is apparently one of the like a really famous composer not composer, I believe it's a, a conductor. Let me just oh, check. Okay, just a, must be a con- composer. Anyway, let's go. Just
1: it a conductor, eh? <laughs> <laughs> a train conductor. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Thomas.
0: <laughs> Here we go. He was an American conductor, a uh, composer, pianist, music educator, author, and humanitarian. Considered to be one of the most important conductors of his time, he was the first American conductor to receive international acclaim.
1: Mm.
0: So yeah, it's um kind of an exploration of his career, but one mm. of the big kind of elements of it is he's like gay, is betrayed, right? Um, but he's married to this, like he has a wife, and it's kind of about the concept of how they navigated that, how mm. like. He had relationships with men throughout their marriage and yet they she stayed with him the whole time and supported wow. him. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's
0: really interesting. I mean, obviously, not a kind of commitment that I would give. <laughs> <laughs> I think if my wife was seeing other people, I would not think that was valid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's definitely going to be, it could be a really interesting character study, especially mm. about his wife mm. and the approach that she had to their relationship. Yeah. Um, there's this quote here where it says, uh, here we go. F- Felicia acknowledged her husband's sexual orientation. She wrote to him, you are homosexual and may never change. You don't admit to the possibility of a double life. But if, if your peace of mind, your health and your whole nervous system depend on a certain sexual pattern, what can you do? So she was basically supportive of him. Right. Um, encouraged him um, basically until her death yeah wow um and they had like a a close I guess supportive relationship yep but yeah I for the most part it just looks like it's really well shot what did you think
1: um I think the acting performances would be really good probably like just be how they bring the characters to life and like it's right. going to be a deeply emotional film, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. There's going to be some real, probably moving performances. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, yeah, obviously
0: some adult themes. So I'd have to double check kind of what it actually shows in the movie <laughs> yeah. before I watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if, yeah. It, I think you can address this stuff in like a, a way that's appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Um, But we'll see. I, I am looking forward to it. I'm mm. like, this could be really interesting. And the performances, like you said, look good. Mm. Like, I was impressed the opening shot of Bradley Cooper as an old man. Yes. Didn't recognize him. Yeah, his voice doesn't really sound as old. That was yeah. the thing that I'm like, oh, is that Bradley Cooper? And then I saw the face. I'm like, no, that's not him. <laughs> um, but yeah, looking forward to it. How would you? How would you rate this? I would rate this as one of those trailers. Obviously, it's square. Yeah. Symmetrical. Yeah. Not very long, kind of um, compacted, mm. and it's um, in the center of the trailer is one. Desk, but it's one of those old timey desks. You know, it's got like a leather inlay where people would used to like um, write on. Like they have like the paper on over the leather, and they'd write on that. Yeah, and it's got like a inbuilt cut, like set of drawers, wow. and it's got like edging around it. So it's a really old wooden desk. Yeah, set in the middle of this square tra- like trailer, mm-hmm. lots of space around it, just kind of symmetrically placed. Mm. Um, and there's an old man in the corner as well.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, that's That's, what great. I, that's how I yep. rate it. My rating of this trailer. In this trailer, I see uh, just a lot of pieces of paper. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of pieces of paper of okay. notes. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Okay. In these, um, and they're kind of... All over the place. <laughs> and it, there's, a, there's a kind of like a covering over it. Like, yeah, okay. Like it's a see-through covering, and you can see... Like, like a, a mesh covering? A mesh covering, sure. Okay, And... Um, the notes of paper just flying around inside the trailer. They're uh, not falling out. Oh, okay. Interesting. But they're kind of just flying in the trailer. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: I'm intrigued.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just had to match your energy yeah. of the trailer. I'm like... That's a great rating. I got I to gotta give him yeah, some. No, I think that's your best rating. Yet. <laughs> so, oh, dear. There well, there you yeah.
0: go. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. That concludes uh, this episode of Good Friday Films. Um, If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us at
1: goodfridayfilms.com or where where can they send us an email, Tiller? They can send us an email to goodfridayfilms at gmail.com.
0: Close. Goodfridayfilmspod at at gmail.com. That's right. But you are right. Good Friday Films on every other social media platform. So you got it right there. Um, Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh thanks to all of you who are listening and we have got one uh suggested movie. Someone really? has suggested we watch um the con- no not the conjuring,
1: The Exorcist. The Exorcist. <laughs> we are not watching The Exorcist. <laughs> uh, I tried
0: to I tried to suggest Tilla but Tilla does not like scary movies.
1: I <laughs> uh, I just I just
0: no. <laughs> not interested in it but thank you for the suggestion mm. I have seen The Exorcist before and I thought it was well made um, yeah I thought it's a good movie but is quite intense still
1: holds up I mean obviously the effects don't hold up as well it is still like, some of the effects are pretty laughable I gave you a recommendation actually of a movie I'd be willing to watch it's kind of in that but it's not really um, oh yeah let me see if I can find it we are oh. now we are now out of
0: um, October so the spooky month is over nefarious nefarious could be good How do you spell it? N-E-F-A-R-I-O 2023, nefarious Interesting On Apple TV 96% audience score
1: Yeah, right
0: Could be interesting Yeah, it looks interesting It's an interesting premise Mm. Um, Yeah, okay We could do that This month We've now moved into new November New November So our goal (laughs) is to watch some new movies I mean, that's why we've done Five Nights at Freddy's this um, came out this year, I think. Nefarious has come out this year, so we could watch that one. Mm. That's a new one. I mean, we did say um, we want to watch Citizen Kane, so we might try and do that by next week, sure. uh, even though it's not new. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully next week we'll have done Citizen Kane. Um, fingers crossed. Otherwise, you know, we will have another new movie. <laughs> <laughs> depends every- Yeah. Yeah, it depends. I mean, Citizen
1: Kane it's a good film it's, it's a, a great it's film sick.
0: I'd love to see it. I haven't seen it I'd love to watch it do a yeah. review of it um, yeah. so yeah you know what let's just let's just lock it in let's just do we'll, it we'll lock it in for next week okay. Citizen Kane it's uh, gonna happen yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah thanks thanks for listening guys uh, we'll see you next week see you guys next week we'll hopefully be discussing Citizen Kane <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs>